Are you tired of the same boring and bland coffee flavors week after week, year after year? Why not try something new and fresh from Bean Quest Coffee? They have flavors like Brazil Peaberry and my personal favorite, Bali Blue Moon Organic. A dark and complex coffee with an exotic and syrupy body and hints of chocolate, vanilla, and spice. Seriously guys, check them out and when you do, make sure to use our promo code 10biscuit at checkout for 5% off your order. Join us on a quest for better coffee today at bean-questcoffee.com. Thanks. Hey everyone, Tin Man here with another 10 Biscuit Talks episode. Make sure to reach out on Twitter or email. Let us know what you want to hear so we can get your ideas on this show. Thank you all for all the love and support. It means a lot to both of us. Now, let's get on with the episode. Okay, uh, you want to start us off with some introductions? Yeah, uh, hello everyone, I am Hotter Biscuit. I'm Tin Man. And we're here with another episode of Tin Biscuit Talks, this week uh, about the Denver International Airport. Yeah, this one is interesting because there's a lot to, um, there's a lot to this one. Um, there's a bunch of different conspiracies within it you know that um it, it it almost seems like conspiracy theorists with this one i mean let's be honest they do this with a lot but it seems like they kind of just like threw everything into one basket and was just like sure why not um but yeah i think i think we touched on that on our last episode too about the georgia guidestones where it's kind of like there's just a general mystery surrounding them. And so people kind of throw like a bunch of different theories that may or may not really be linked to anything in particular. Yeah. I mean, when you go through these different theories um, about the, the Denver international airport, none of them fit together. So it isn't like it's one big conspiracy with a bunch of little conspiracies within it. It's like each is their own individual conspiracy um yeah yeah i think there are like to me when i was researching this there's kind of like one big overarching um theme that connects some of them or a lot of them mm -hmm. but then there are a handful of others that just don't don't really connect anything at all yeah i mean like i mean it's basically like playing bingo right because it, it, it's like the big overarching theme is New World Order secret societies. So, so it's, like, it's like, okay, you can add this one to the list that has, you know, to deal with the, the Freemasons or the Illuminati. Um, yeah, I was going to say Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse almost encapsulates it better because... That because then the Illuminati lizard people right. kind of like funnel up into this overarching apocalyptic right. like ideology. Right, but as we've said a thousand times before, 
it's always Illuminati. It's always a secret always society. Lizard people. It's always yeah. lizard people. Um, I was going to say, we've come full circle. Yeah. We haven't talked about lizard people in quite a while, I think. It's been a few episodes. It's been a, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> but just like with movies, it always comes back to Tremors. Uh, yeah. This always comes back to lizard people or the Illuminati. So uh, let's just jump on in with our initial impressions. You want to go ahead and start with that? Uh, I just heard general like claims about the airport, uh, but from you and actually from chat last episode, um, someone mentioned the international airport. And so I wasn't really sure what to expect because they were listing out like all these different ideas. And I'm like, this sounds really, <laughs> this sounds really interesting. Like right. there's a lot here. There's a lot of different stuff going on. Yeah, I I heard about it um, a while back, coming up with topics for the show, and I remember reading about it briefly, not too much, because I don't, I don't like to spoil myself before we start actually researching the topics, um, but reading about it briefly, it sounds really interesting, you know, like um, this massive complex of an airport that has secret tunnels, you know, underneath and why are they built there and why is it so over budget which we'll get into later a little bit um you know why is it so grand scale uh if it's just a simple airport and i'm a sucker for for like secret tunnels underneath like that's the coolest thing ever to me is the idea of there being secret tunnels that lead to secret places um because i don't know it gives me like a goonies vibe kind of thing and um so i've always been a huge fan of anything that is, deals with secret tunnels so why like while i didn't know much i'm i was really excited to read about this one yeah i think just the concept of like why is this building so big what's inside it what are they hiding is very intriguing and i think it's um seems pretty different than other things that we've discussed on the show before. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. Um, much in the same way as like the, uh, the biological mystery that we covered a, a few episodes ago was a, a bit different. Um, mm -hmm. This one is there, there's a conspiracy. There's a bunch of conspiracies here, but they're not, like we said, they're not, they're not really connected. So it's all just a bunch of like, random junk thrown together and like one it's, big conspiracy it's a, soup yeah i mean it's a big building which means that there's just a lot of conspiracies to cover <laughs> a big building means big conspiracies yeah and we'll we'll get into <laughs> i think why i find it so intriguing in a little bit um but for now let's go into the uh the history of it a little bit so the Denver International Airport was built as a replacement for the Stapleton Airport, um, and it was it was built in 1995, and um, it's near Denver, obviously. Um, and I think the interesting the interesting um, the reason that these theories pop up is because of what's inside of the airport 
and by that I mean there's there's uh, murals, um, these like grand murals that are just massive, um, that are a little bit on the interesting side in terms of what they depict. Um, there's gargoyles inside this airport, which to me seems weird, personally. Um, there's a um, there's a tablet uh, of the Freemasons. It's like got the Freemason symbols, and it's like a tablet that has Freemason terminology and a bunch of stuff on it. So it's it's just interesting. The entire building itself is interesting. Even the roof is made of fabric. Did you know that the roof is made of fabric? Wait, the roof of the entire complex. Yeah, yeah, it's made what? of. It's made of fabric, and at the time, it was a, a groundbreaking um, idea, I guess, uh, to to make the roof uh, fabric. And apparently, apparently, it was done to cut costs and lower the timeline because it saved, I think, two thousand two hundred thousand uh, pounds of steel and. Uh, 200,000 pounds is something else. I can't remember exactly what the other one was. But, yeah, the entire complex, the roof is made of fabric. So, so and it's, it's like, it almost looks like, um, if you look at pictures of it, it almost looks like peaks, right? Like, they're like little mountain peaks. Because it looks like, um, like whipped cream. Like a circus tent kind of? Kind thing? of, yeah, kind of. Or like a whipped okay. cream that's like been fluffed up like peaks yeah yeah <laughs> it looks like that and um so it's it's really weird and even the original idea was to have it look like have the roof look like an ancient mexican pyramid which would have only further uh only furthered the the theories that would have came out um yeah i'm, I'm looking at pictures now and so um i've got someone in chat saying that it's uh, Sheerfill is the brand, and okay. if you just look up Sheerfill, Sheerfill, S H E E R F I L L, you can see like all of these examples of their work. And I'm, I think like one of these, one of the first couple pictures is probably the airport. But it's really weird to look at. Like it doesn't look like a normal airport. Yeah, like I, I look back. I look, I look at these pictures now, and the kind of look that it creates, to me, makes it feel kind of dated, which is interesting because it was built in 1995, and it was the newest, or it was the newest airport in the United States since the 1970s. So, like, <laughs> it's this newly built airport. I don't know if at the time it looked more futuristic, mm -hmm. but I feel like now it looks very dated. That, I don't know if that's me. Maybe that's me personally, but it's got, like, a dated look to it. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it looks futuristic. I just think it looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean... Like, kind of goofy. Yeah, it looks kind of goofy. Like a circus <laughs> tent, you know? Yeah. And... Couple that with all the stuff that's inside, with the gargoyles and the big, big murals. It's it just like, what were you thinking, dude? Like, what yeah. were you guys thinking? 
So uh. we've got we've got these elements, right, for like the perfect conspiracy stew. It's like you mentioned, it's got the weird public art, it's got the strange architecture. <laughs> and then do you want to talk a little bit about the construction issues? Because I think that mentioning how the roof was actually constructed to cut costs and save time is actually kind of funny because of some of the construction issues that they encountered. Yeah, so so basically the way it works is um, they, so the architects didn't want, they didn't really want the, like the true scope, I guess, of the, the project to be known. So no one still, like, knows um just like so go ahead oh sorry i was gonna ask because i came across that too that the architect doesn't want to um you know talk about or give away like his design for the airport did you encounter why that is the case uh it it kind of adds to the conspiracies um (laughs) Because with the next thing, which is that there's, like, a bunch of hangars and extra buildings and stuff like that, like, there's some on the property. And then in an interview, um, it was a Thrillster, I believe, is where I found this interview. But he asked, uh, the whoever did the interview, asked um, one of the the people that did the roof, right? Um, they They asked him if there was any like secret built like secret buildings underground or secret tunnels and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, I'm really not at liberty to say he's like, (laughs) he's like, I I promised I wouldn't say anything and I'm not going to say anything, which the guy, the guy that did the interview even was like, either, either he knows something or he's just messing with me because I'm here to ask about conspiracies. And I think that's a really interesting thing that um, that the architects that worked on this are just like going along with the whole conspiracy thing. Like everybody, yeah, we, go ahead. So there, oh, I was gonna say we uh, obviously we're gonna talk about all the conspiracies first, but there is a flip side to this story. Yeah, um, where you know, not to give too much away because we'll go into it but the people who work at the airport the people who are involved in it like to play into these conspiracy theories yeah and that's (laughs) (laughs) that's i think that's what makes this a lot of fun to talk about is that you don't have people that are like oh no that's crazy that you know um the freemasons are have a secret building under the under the airport you know like they're like, well, maybe they do. I don't know. Like, so all, all of the employees and everyone involved is they're very cheeky about the whole thing. <laughs> and from from what I I read somewhere, I don't know if this is to be true, but I I read somewhere that there's like a sort of like mini museum inside of conspiracy, like things that like things that add to the conspiracies. So like it's like their favorite conspiracies and stuff. Yeah, I mean they've they've thrown parties. They have the mini museum, and I can't remember when they created that. I think it was 
somewhat recent, um, but we'll we'll talk about why they are sort of embracing it, what the reasoning behind it is a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, you know, renovations are supposed to be made in, in 20, to be completed in 2021. Um, but with COVID and all that stuff, who knows if that is actually going to, you know, happen um, on schedule. Well, it, yeah, which is crazy because, I mean, we're already talking about a facility that has all these conspiracy theories around it because it is just a massive, like, it's just a massive st structure or a series of structures, right? There's buildings there that people, people don't even know why they're there. There's buildings that wouldn't be at a normal airport that aren't being used or you know there's all this stuff but they're making renovations and additions <laughs> yeah. to this building that's already humongous which is just kind of crazy to me yeah i mean i think i think that i mean you know all those secret tunnels and extra buildings that don't serve a purpose quote unquote they have to be kept up yeah. on you know yeah for those non existent secret societies that hold meetings, they can't have <laughs> them collapsing on them. Right. But uh, just to touch on a few of the construction issues, because we talked about the roof and kind of the reason why they chose it to cut costs, to cut back on time spent. But in reality, even with that time saving, money saving roof, ultimately the project when they were building it, it was 16 months behind schedule and $2 billion over budget, which brings the grand total of this airport to $4.8 billion, which is just like mind boggling to me. I don't, I should have looked up how like the cost of other airports around the United States, because like obviously here in Georgia, we've got the Atlanta International Airport or the Atlanta Airport, which also is an international airport. Um, but I don't know. I would be interested to see how much that cost compared to the Denver International so Airport. Apparently, uh, the is it the Hartsville Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta Airport? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, Hartsfield Jackson. It's uh, yeah. it's. Originally budgeted at $5.4 billion over a 10-year period, but the total is now revised to be over $9 billion. Wait, what? So, okay. <laughs> but the crazy <laughs> thing... It's near as big. It says it was... Hang on. <laughs> hang on. The, okay, I'll read this. I will read this. <clears throat> the program was originally budgeted at $5.4 billion over a 10-year period, but the mm -hmm. total is now revised to be at over $9 billion. It was completed at a cost of $1.28 billion. So, okay, so overall it only cost $2.8? I don't, I don't know, I guess. There's a lot of conflicting numbers here. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because for when you're talking about the Denver International Airport, $4.8 billion sounds like a lot of money. Like, it is a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't know if the Atlanta International Airport, if we can say that it ultimately costs 2.8, because that's what it sounds like it's saying. Yeah. Like the final cost was 2.8. I don't know if that includes 
like running costs, like maintenance costs. I'm it, not really sure. Maybe, but... or it could be like that could be them prepping for any kind of additions. You know, like um, like they build the initial airport and the runways and the hangars and stuff like that, and then they have extra costs added in already for extra hangers, extra terminals, extra gates, all that stuff. And yeah. that way they're not having to like find the money later on to do it. I don't know. I don't know how airports work. I've never been in I've never been to an airport. So Well <laughs> Well, I guess hmm, does it say on there when Hartsfield Jackson was built? Uh, Two thousand one is when it started. So that was so Hartsfield Jackson was built like six years after yeah. Denver International Airport. Right. So that probably makes a little bit of difference in terms of Yeah, amount, inflation and uh a, a little bit of yeah. inflation, but interesting. Huh. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe that might take some more research to see what other <laughs> what other airports actually cost. Yeah. But I mean, I think the fact that they budgeted for like 2.8 because they were two ultimately two billion dollars right. over budget, so they budgeted 2.8. I understand, like you know, sometimes things are going to cost a little more money than you budget for. Right. But like almost half of what you budgeted is seems like a lot. Yeah, almost doubling your budget is yeah. is a lot. I mean. You know, yeah, you can expect additional costs if, you know, materials start running low, um, you know, materials start running low, costs get higher, uh, and just in terms of, like, labor and, you know, stuff like that, hours worked, you have to pay for that, um, unforeseen complications, you know, maybe... I don't know, something collapses, human error, um, you know, but almost doubling your budget, that seems, and that's after the, you know, the roof, money-saving, time-saving, like you said, it's after <laughs> that, you know? So, yeah. who knows how much, how far over budget it would have been had the, the roof been made of steel, like they had originally intended. Right. <laughs> and not fabric. So, I mean... Yeah, so there were obviously issues during construction, um, and, you know, aside from that, there were design changes, there were contract disputes, and other setbacks, so kind of all of this together de definitely fed into um, conspiracies around the building itself. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like Tin Man mentioned, no one really knows the scope of the project because the ar architect won't talk about it. No one will talk about it. But um, there are some things that we do know about it. So there's known to be as many as six underground levels below the ground floor of the airport. Um, and that just seems like <laughs> that's a lot of levels, right? Uh, yeah, that seems like a lot. Six um, levels underground? I can imagine at least a couple of those being like, um, uh, 
for all like the luggage there's like luggage yeah the luggage and, the luggage yeah. like tramways and stuff you know like all that travels on and stuff i can imagine at least a couple of those levels being just that machinery if it is this large of an airport yeah. um but six levels seems a bit sus just saying but aside aside from the underground levels like i mentioned before there's a lot of extra buildings and hangars that seem unneeded for this kind of airport so obviously the big question is what are they for are they being used for some nefarious purpose <laughs> these are the things that people aliens. like to speculate about <laughs> it's always aliens yeah um or you know i mean like i can understand <clears throat> I can kind of see hangers, extra hangers, if some rich, uh, you know, billionaire owns his own private jet and wants to park it there. Uh, maybe he rents out the space. Maybe they rent out the space to save money or, you know, something like that. Maybe. Um, I could see how you could, you could maybe twist that to make sense. Um, but at the same time, it... Ultimately, like, I mean, I don't, did, did you know, you, okay, so it says untold numbers, what the, our, our sheet says. Like, I wonder just how many untold is, you know, because untold to me seems yeah. like an overabundance of extra stuff. Yeah, so, and I, I think that at some point you might mm -hmm. be able to say, well, maybe they plan for expansion, mm -hmm. but the way the article that I found wrote it, the untold number, like, I don't know. I, I would also be interested in seeing exactly how many there were because I think there's kind of like a threshold, like expansion threshold. And then after that, it's like, okay, like, I can see some of these being planned for expansion, but like, this what just are you going to do with the rest of these? <laughs> like, this just <laughs> seems like too much. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh yeah, I mean the the buildings and the extra hangers and stuff, I think like I said, untold seems like it's like an overabundance. In which case yeah. I think it seems weird. <laughs> um but if it's like I don't know ten extra buildings and like that doesn't seem that crazy to me for how large this this complex is. Um I think that probably calls for additional research on how how many right. buildings are actually on the property. I mean, if you if you look at an aerial shot of the airport, there there really is just a ton of stuff on the property. Um, it's I mean it's kind of hard to count exactly the number of buildings, but it it just looks like a lot. There's just a lot of stuff there. Yeah, it's it's a it's a large area. Um so I don't know. I like I like you said I think I think it does call for additional research and I mean we might not ever know because apparently the architects want it that way. So sure. I like to keep us in suspense. Right. <laughs> um moving on, there do we want to talk about the tunnels? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we mentioned the six floors underground, but part of those 
part of that underground territory includes tunnels. So you want to talk about those? I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's there's these theories that there are there are tunnels under the airport, and some of these tunnels are confirmed to be there. Um, and and they are the ones that are used for luggage and the trams and stuff. Right. So so there are confirmed like employee right. tunnels, but <laughs> right. But there was so the way the way I read it was when the, the airport first opened, the trams weren't working yet. So in order to reduce clutter on the ground floor, the ground level, they would. Um, sort of usher foot traffic into these underneath tunnels to get people dispersed to where they needed to go and um, that way it wasn't so cluttered up top and it wasn't so crazy um, and then once the trams got working they kind of closed off these tunnels not like closed, they didn't like cave them in or anything but they, they blocked them off you know so that you know people couldn't get down there anymore um the interesting thing that I, that I read, though, was one of the other people that worked on the project was, I believe she was a nun. I'm not sure why she was, like, brought in as a consultant for this. Either way, uh, these apparently these tunnels, these foot traffic tunnels that were eventually used for the trams and stuff and the, the luggage and stuff, is that on the walls, there's, like, gold inlay um, designs. And so it seems to me that it was always meant for people to see it. But now that they've closed them off, nobody sees it. And it kind of doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at first it made sense that, you know, you have people walking down there and seeing this beautiful... Because I, the nun, I can't remember her name, Sisters Anya, I believe it was. She was saying that it was like, it was the most beautiful... Um, visual uh piece of art that she has ever seen like in terms of in comparing it to the murals that the the, the gentleman painted uh it paled in comparison to to this to these these gold inlaid uh uh whatever like walls yeah it, it was, I mean, it was like, just on the wall right yeah it's just on the wall and so Apparently they, I don't know exact exact figures, but they spent a good amount of money getting these these walls painted or, you know, whatever, and um, all for you know now nobody to see them, and so that's a little a little weird to me. So do you, do you know if those tunnels are used by employees now, or is it they're just completely blocked off? Um, I mean, I don't think that they're completely blocked off. I think they're probably used by employees. Um, I think they're probably used for, like, um, if I had to guess, they're probably used by employees to drive those little, like, golf cart things with, like, yeah, luggage and stuff on them. Yeah. Um, just from, like, maybe, like, one, from point A to point B. Uh, so, like, you know, the employees see them, but you wouldn't, to me, it seems not cost-effective to have gold-inlaid, beautiful artwork for only your employees to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that, that brings up an interesting point. And I, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I remember um, there's all this stuff, 
like we mentioned, the airport likes to play into these conspiracies. But if you watch videos with people interviewing them, or I think they've even produced videos themselves, they like to say, oh, yeah, we have fun with these conspiracies. But in reality, they're really easy to explain. Like, they're (laughs) easy to debunk, right? Um, And I remember there was a quote from someone who works at the airport um, talking about, and we'll get to this in a a second because it has to do with the tunnels, but talking about how it's potentially a bunker for the Illuminati in the case of an apocalypse and all this stuff. I remember the the lady was quoted as saying something like, um, well, you know, you'd think that if this was a bunker for the Illuminati, it would just, it would be a lot nicer. (laughs) And so it just makes me think of what you said, like, there's these, like, intricate gold, like, inlay, or what What did you call them? Uh, so it's apparently gold leaf mosaic artistry, is what yeah. the, the lady says. Which sounds very, sounds like something the Illuminati might like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, it, it seems... <clears throat> But the, so the interesting thing is they confirmed the idea of these previous um, foot traffic tunnels, but they don't confirm any other secret tunnels, right, that might be used uh, for anything else. Like, there's one theory that there's a, there's a secret tunnel that goes from Denver International Airport to the near, the Air Force Base, and I can't remember the Air Force Base's name. But from what I understand, it's like a significant distance. Yeah, I think they said it would take close to like 10 years to construct a tunnel, like, quote, realistically to construct one from the airport to the base. (laughs) Cheyenne Mountain Air Force Station. And this gentleman, Montgomery, I don't know his first name, Um, but he I guess he's part of he's part of this interview. This this guy's. and conducting and he says do you know what a tunnel from here to norad would would cost like it would be ridiculously expensive to do that maybe that's oh, where the extra well. two billion came from yeah, i was gonna say there's an extra two billion dollars although i have a feeling it would cost more than two billion dollars probably yeah just just you know um going go on a gut feeling there <laughs> yeah uh some other interesting things this is uh, somewhat about the tunnels um apparently there, excuse me. Uh, there's an AU and an AG symbol on the terminal floors, um, which this is this is out there, man. Oh my gosh, uh, AU AG symbol on the terminal flooring that may augur a wipeout from Australia antigen. Whatever the hell that means. And this Montgomery says it's clearly a mining card, and AU and AG are the atomic symbols for silver and gold. Which is what I would suggest first, but the mental yeah. gymnastics that conspiracy theorists will go through to come up with an idea <laughs> is yeah, yeah. There are definitely some theories in here that are a little farther out than others. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I think. I mean, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, some of these theories like could potentially exist because. We don't actually know for sure, right? Like, we don't. No one's ever seen the secret secret tunnels if right. there are any, or 
you know, no one's seen what's below the ground floor or the floor under that. So, but something like, you know, trying to link different symbols or letters together seems a little bit farther of a reach to me. Yeah, I mean, from what I read, they were supposed to start doing tours of um, of the airport because, you know, like we said, they 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 fully embraced uh, the conspiracy theories surrounding this place. Mm-hmm. So, what what better way to to um, to bring it up than to do a tour, you know, right. and take people down to these quote unquote secret tunnels, you know, um, but no word on whether there's more secret tunnels that people have found or uh any where they could even branch off from um but so far all we have is the confirmed abandoned tunnels that are probably likely used for uh employees and 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 stuff like that and then there was also um five um buildings that were built under the airport that for some reason needed to be abandoned um and instead of destroying them they just kind of built on top of them um i i wonder if those are the same because we were talking about how there's six confirm like or six known underground levels so i'm wondering if those are like each level is its own building so there's like five buildings and then you've got the uppermost one is the one that's used by the staff, right, mm-hmm. to ferry baggage. And then you've got, like, the ground floor and up. Maybe. So I wonder if the buildings are are acting as the individual levels or if there's levels with multiple buildings. I don't know. <laughs> like, either way, it sounds like a lot of underground, a lar- like, large underground structure. Yeah. I, a lot under there. <laughs> you know, it would be interesting to see the six levels um just going down there and looking at what's down there um even if they are like even if they're abandoned i don't foresee them being like filled in you know what i mean like i don't know i bet it would be actually be kind of creepy to go down there and and see like an abandoned level of an airport i wonder what you would find down there thinking because i've been watching a lot of um abandoned places videos Mm -hmm. so i think anyone who watches those probably knows the proper people on youtube because i think they're one of the bigger channels um they do a ton of abandoned places but i don't know i can't even imagine if there's like some point in the future where this airport isn't being used anymore and urban explorers go in to look at this place how crazy it would be (laughs) with all of this like unused like real estate underneath the airport yeah see that stuff always uh intrigues me and i think that's this is off topic but that's that's part of the reason that i enjoy uh like the fallout series so much um because of the ability to go into these you know uh abandoned post-apocalyptic buildings and see and try and picture it in like the modern day how it would look you know, and so like, um, I I really enjoy looking at uh, abandoned malls because yeah. you know malls are going out of style. Malls don't exist anymore, really. 
And so, mm-hmm. like, seeing these abandoned malls um, before they, they eventually get tore down, um, one, of, one of them, one of, there was a, a website I, I looked at a while back that had, like, the top uh, 15 creepiest abandoned malls or whatever, and one of them was uh, Crestwood Mall, which is in St. Louis, and it's actually, like, pretty close to where I'm from. And oh, yeah. so it was, it was, you know, they closed it, they closed it and public weren't allowed to enter, um, obviously. And so it was really cool to see the pictures of what it looked like from what I remember it as a kid going in there and mm-hmm. then seeing it as an adult abandoned and, you know, overgrown with like foliage and dirt and everything. It was really neat. Yeah. But, um, cool. back on topic, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, you know, kind of discuss the tunnels. Um, I think one of the other big theories, and we, I mentioned it, I think we touched on it already, is that, you know, these underground buildings that are mentioned, these underground levels are being used as bunkers, either for the lizard people, the Illuminati, whoever, for an apocalyptic situation. I've also heard where, aliens. I guess they would just evacuate to the Denver International Airport. <laughs> yeah. I've also heard zombies, of, too. I've heard, zombies? I've heard one of them is, is being used for zombie research, which would be <laughs> really... like That sounds like how you get Resident Evil. You know? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. that's, that's how you get Resident Evil. And um, the airport is the worst place for a zombie outbreak because because there's people getting on planes exactly that go all over the world exactly <laughs> it's it's we could write a movie we could write a movie um <laughs> but yeah i've heard aliens uh lizard people illuminati zombies um what else was there something else i think there was i think there was one what? other one but i can't remember some kind it of was. prison or a prison? concentration camp a concentration camp yeah, that's what someone in chat said earlier. Some kind what? of and I don't know who they're keeping down there or like why, but I think con- I also saw it in some of the articles I read that there's a concentration camp theory <laughs> about one of the buildings. Crazy. Out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any other detail. That's about all I know on that one. Okay. I yeah. mean, that's insane. Wow. Imagine if that were true. Good lord. Um, I don't want to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever they're being used for, if at all, um, it would be interesting to find out. I think, uh, as long as it's not like zombies or concentration camp. You mm-hmm. know, if it's aliens, that'd be cool. Lizard people, I'd chill with lizard people. Um, you know, Illuminati, I'd hang out with the Illuminati. That's fine. That's fine. Just chill with the Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know? Um, do you want to jump into the art that's around the uh, the airport? Sure. So kind of the third big bucket, I guess, for conspiracy theories has to do with the art around the airport. So obviously it's it's a huge airport, right? And they have commissioned a lot of art installations, murals, and things to go up uh, 
so for people's viewing pleasure. <laughs> but it sparked a lot of um, mixed thoughts, I guess, some of the pieces have, and obviously sparked some of these conspiracy theories. So um, I guess we'll start with the giant murals that are there. So I think there's two or three, maybe four big murals like within um, this space. And I think the the reason or the the message of these murals is they're talking about the desire for world peace, I think. Yeah. Isn't that right? Peace or a world free of disease or it's some like it's basically <laughs> like um it's the general idea behind the murals is that they they promote like like a just world right one that's like free of disease it's free of hatred um you know like you said a pe a, a world peace um and everyone is like happy and no one's do committing horrible heinous crimes um just like an ideal world i guess is the best way to put it um and so you know like you said there's like four four or five of these things and you know they're all different which is fine um and but i guess the the issue is that some of them uh are mm, a little they're, bit they look weird yeah <laughs> i mean there's there's strange imagery within these murals that i think if you with or without the actual meaning behind these there there's just strange imagery and yeah. that's what sparks this idea that these murals might not uh, depict what they're said to depict, but in fact may show like life in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> so that's kind of like what people are saying about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that like they're 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 definitely interesting. Like especially the one with uh, all the the kids from different countries. Did you see that one? Like a bunch of kids in coffins, right? Well, there's so there's there's one that's like a bunch of kids, and it has like they each have like um, they're all representing like a different country and stuff, and uh, then they're kind of just like standing over, I mean, what looks to be a dead body, <laughs> like it looks to be a dead body, um, and but there's there's like two doves signifying peace i don't i don't know it's strange the whole thing is strange everything's weird <laughs> um, but um the thing is and i guess just keep this in mind when we're talking about all the art is that when the airport commissions people for this art they have to it has to go through a board that reviews it and as well as the mayor yeah. of the of the town so like it's going to go through multiple people before it even gets produced so they approved all of the art that's in here currently <laughs> right yeah i mean everybody approved it and it's it's definitely some weird it's definitely some weird artwork 
Um, but the general consensus, I guess, of people that view the art and are believers in the theories is that it, it promotes like a new world order. Um, and which is kind of, I mean, kind of keeping in line with what we talked about last time with the Georgia Guidestones. Like, that's what people believed about that, too. Um, yeah, this post apocalyptic society kind of ideal. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And I think. So I think with the murals um, and people believing that it's like a new world order kind of thing, I think that the murals and believing their their post-apocalyptic um, new world order adds into the idea of underground bunkers and, uh, you know, a Freemason uh, belief in a new world order. Like, I think those kind of go hand in hand. Um, yeah. And so I think that that's why people tend to tend to believe uh, they kind of say, okay, well, you can't have one without the other kind of thing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think that, to me, looking at the murals, though, I don't think... I don't see a new world order thing. Like the f the first thing I noticed about this one with the kids from different nations standing over what looks to be a dead body. There's like a rainbow, <laughs> you know. I mean, I can't really exactly tell what that is, but it, it it looks like a it looks like a soldier holding a gun. But then, like I said, there's two there's two doves, and it says something something peace maybe it's just peace written in a, bit, a bunch of different languages that could be what it is um well there was also i think on that same oh. one there's also like a letter from a kid that was in the holocaust or something yeah there yeah there's, there's like okay just... okay <laughs> real quick real quick um this this picture that i'm looking at it's not a dead body it's it's these kids, I guess, have knocked over a statue. And on the statue's base, on the pedestal, it says, war, violence, hate. So they're like, they're promoting peace, right? Because they're knocking over this statue that, to war, violence, and peace, or hate. So they're like, they're like, enough of that garbage. And they shove the statue over. That's what it is. I get it now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you guys should definitely check out images of these murals because they really are kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, there's, there is obviously a lot of symbolism in them, but on, like, <laughs> at a glance, they've got, like, like foreign, things are on fire, but there's also, like, a whale jumping through the sky and... Oh, there's a penguin in a glass box, and it's just like really weird. It's it's um slightly surreal, but I guess if you were to pick it apart, you you could identify the symbolism that they're they're trying to achieve here. Yeah, I mean, you guys just saw how long it took me to understand that that was a statue and not a dead body. So yeah three or four parts this big mural yeah i mean there there's there's some they're they're weird they're definitely weird 
but I don't yeah. think I don't get the new world order post-apocalyptic vibe from them. Um, but apparently, there's one with like a Nazi wearing a gas mask. Uh, I don't have a picture of that one. Um, it, it's just yeah, it's weird. I'll send you guys uh, in chat the one the site I'm looking at. It actually covers a few other art pieces as well, uh, but it has pretty good pictures. So. Just a lot going on. So I think the mural is is one of the um, bigger. Well, I say one of them. I think there's another. There's a there's a few key pieces here in terms of artwork. Um, the, the other one we have to talk about the 32 foot blue yeah, horse do. statue. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's out. Yeah, that's out in front of the airport. Um, it's neon blue. It has glowing red eyes. And it quite honestly looks terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, so apparently, it's widely called Blucifer. <laughs> um. Uh. So apparently, the guy, the guy who made this, uh, he wanted a piece that was mysterious, and that's what he made. Like it is. It's it's weird, you know. Um. However, I will say. Knowing that it's blue, right, with mm -hmm. red orange eyes, to me it just it just looks like the Denver Broncos mascot. Like <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like I, I can't be the only one who thinks that that's clearly like a symboli like a symbol for it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Although apparently the the guy uh, who made it said it was supposed <clears throat> it was supposed to represent. Uh, uh, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, or something like that. The creator said. Uh, I thought I thought the overall vibe of it was supposed to be that Denver's a gate to the West, and they just put like a horse. <laughs> no, no, the gate to the West is the Arch in St. Louis. The Arch is the gateway what? to the West. I someone. I thought I watched someone say that when they were talking about the horrors. <laughs> I don't know. There's. I don't know either. I don't know. Apparently, I'm right, reading right here. Oh, it wasn't the creator that said that. It's crackpot theories. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Said, I, I was going to say. It will provide transportation for one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I don't know, man. It's a statue. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Um, but it did, it did kill the guy who made it. Uh, the horse, the statue killed the creator. Yeah. So apparently, while he was, while they were working on it, while his team was working on it, um, some piece of it fell, like it broke off and fell, and it fell on him and it severed an artery. Oh and, my god. Yeah. He he bled out from it. Um, he died for his art. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it got completed. For his, so that's for his cool. giant neon piece of art. Yeah, his giant I, I, Denver Broncos. It, yeah, it was sad because um, I also read something that where he was talking about the piece and he made it that neon blue in honor of his dad, I believe, who had a, like a shop. Um, was it a neon shop? Like, did he make yeah. neon signs? Yeah, he, his dad made neon signs for a living. And so yeah. that's why he did the neon blue and the, the glowing eyes. Is, is to show like the neon. Sad that he got killed by it. Yeah, before it was even completed Jeez. too. That's one of the. Uh, wow. that's, that's sad. 
Um, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a symbol of the horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, it's like it honestly looks really. I think it looks really cool. It does look really um, cool. <laughs> it looks yeah, really you, cool. If you guys, um, I'll post the link again. That's what I was looking at. But if you guys follow that link um, and scroll down a little bit, there is a picture of the horse. Yeah. And just keep in mind that this is like a 32 foot horse. Yeah, it's 32 feet. And yeah. it's just sitting there outside of the airport. Um, but to me, it's just, I think, I think it's, I think that it's the Denver, Denver International Airport, home of the Denver Broncos, you know, the football team. I think that the guy was like, I, I think one of the people that started the construction on the, the airport was like, hey, we're in Denver. Let's make something that honors the Denver Broncos. And the guy was like, I got you, fam. And this is what he came up with. And I don't think it's that weird. Like, it's weird, but I don't think it's like theory, like conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? I mean, regardless, it, it is a very impressive piece of art, and uh, I don't think anyone coming to the airport will ever forget the neon blue horse that they saw there. Yeah. Um, they will, it will forever be burned into their brains. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> there are gargoyles in the baggage claim area. Um, Which sounds cool. I love gargoyles. I find gargoyles to be really creepy. I find them to be really creepy. Um, but so, so the idea, the general idea with the gargoyles is that uh, people believe them to be like a harbinger of evil. Um, they're, you know, there to, I don't know, show all the evilness of the Denver International Airport. Which I guess if you coupled it with the demonic horse and the lizard people underneath i guess it all makes sense i don't know um but if you look at these gargoyles it's so goofy because it's a gargoyle sitting in a suitcase is it really <laughs> yeah uh, is that on the link i i don't think that's on the link uh, okay let me see uh, i'll send this to you uh just... <laughs> we'll screen you for I, a second i i see him i see him oh, okay well yeah so yeah, it's literally in a suitcase. Yeah, it's just a it's just a gargoyle in a suitcase. Um, it's so that seeing that it's in it's in a suitcase makes me like like this is a joke, kind of like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you kind of you kind of start looking at all of these pieces of art and. Like, I can see where the conspiracies come from, but when you put them all together, it's just kind of goofy. It's really goofy. It's like someone was like, well, we need some art pieces in this place. What are we going to put in there? And someone was like, how about a gargoyle in a suitcase? And they're like, yes, absolutely, yes. How about a 32-foot blue horse? Absolutely. freaking sure. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Um, especially when you realize that, like... These gargoyles, the plaque underneath says, uh, instead of Notre Dame, it says Notre Denver. <laughs> so, like, come on, man. This is clearly it's obviously a joke. <laughs> right. It's obviously a joke thing. Um, yeah. And also, gargoyles are historically, like, 
to watch over a place and keep it safe from evil which is keeping your luggage safe well, what more could you want <laughs> from what i understand uh from what i was reading the denver international airport baggage claim is notorious for losing your luggage sending your luggage somewhere else or downright shredding your luggage oh no so so it doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> the first of all. doesn't do its job first of all uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I found that really funny that, that someone had the forethought to put these gargoyles in to protect passengers, travelers from their baggage getting shredded from, from the baggage claim. But, the, but it still sucks. Yeah, but it still sucks. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like the, yeah. the gargoyle thing is just goofy, but I still find it I, creepy. I love the gargoyle. No. <laughs> I think other than the gargoyle, we kind of touched on the Freemasons plaque a little bit. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about on that one? Yeah, so uh, there's a plaque to the Freemasons, and um, from what I understand, it's like two pieces of granite uh, that are are just kind of sitting there, and they have like words written on them, the Freemason symbols and stuff. Um, what are you doing? Sorry, someone in chat was asking me about my oh. mug. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's these two pieces of granite with the Freemason symbols and writing on them and stuff. And uh, people, you know, obviously the Freemasons are a secret society or people believe they are. Um, I mean, I guess they kind of technically are a secret society, even though they're not very secret. Uh, it's just very exclusive. Um, but so people are like, oh, it's Freemasons, the New World Order. They're plotting the doom of society um but from what i understand what i was reading uh the the plaque itself is just covering up a time capsule um that is supposed to be opened in 2094 i believe 2094 um, yeah and somewhere i i had what was in it um i'm not gonna be alive by then Probably not. None of us will be. Uh, let's see. My kid, my kids will know the secret of the Denver International Airport. It contains coins, a signed opening day ball from Coors Field, uh, Mayor Wellington Webb's sneakers, and a few Blackhawk casino tokens, among other items. Um, but one of the other things that was... I was reading was when asked about the secret tunnels um the guy that did the roof he said he was asked about the secret tunnels he asked he was asked if there was any secret tunnels underneath and he's like i can't say um you know i i promised i wouldn't say anything and i won't uh maybe wait until that time capsule is opened <laughs> so so hinting that there might be something right mysterious in there which would be really cool if that was the case, you know, if they put like the original like blueprint plans for the the international airport um, in there, I'm, yeah, I'm sure though that like because they're already doing renovations right now, which means that like who knows by by that time the number one the airport might not even be functioning at that right. time, yeah. and number two they may have made so many 
alterations to the original design that it might not really matter anymore. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, the art, there's not anything else really crazy. Um, it all kind of is just weird, goofy stuff. It's not spooky. I wouldn't say any of it's, I mean, I would say the gargoyles are spooky, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, so then the other side, if you want to talk about the other side, we already talked about it a little bit with them being full force into it. Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, on it briefly, um, and then we can kind of wrap, wrap it up. But um, yeah, so we mentioned that the airport and the architect of the whole place and other people involved are very hush-hush about obviously around details of the construction and blueprints and all that, but they seem to enjoy embracing all of the conspiracy theories that pop up around the airport. Um, so the current CEO um, has turned it almost into a marketing technique. So in 2016, they actually started using the theories as revenue for the airport. Um, so, I mean, it translates to hundreds of thousands, potentially even millions of dollars in, in free publicity. So they're just perpetuating these conspiracy theories. People make YouTube videos, they write articles, they come into the airport to interview the staff. Like, there is a ton of free publicity that goes into all of this. So, I mean, honestly, it's super smart for them to do oh, yeah. that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, why? They're they're probably thinking the same thing we are. These are so goofy. Let's just <laughs> like turn into the curve or the, the swerve and yeah. go with it. Um, yeah. And they they um, if you look it up, you can find a whole bunch of promotional posters. I think they were from 2016, but they've got everything from the blue horse to aliens they've got like cats and tinfoil hats like they really just went all out with the different conspiracies and like made collateral around them they yeah. i think they even had these big posters up in the airport for people to see as they walked by yeah they also i think they had like a like your favorite conspiracy costume party yeah at yeah. one point and yeah, so they, that makes me yeah. laugh yeah, yeah, they had a costume party, and like you mentioned earlier, Tin Man, they have, I don't know if it's a permanent exhibit, semi-permanent, um, but they do have an area of the airport where you can go, and it is dedicated to, um, I guess, displays of the more popular conspiracy theories. Um, yeah. I think I saw a picture where they have, like, an, an quote, alien skull yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. like, <laughs> in a glass case, so... Yeah. You can go and see it if you're there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all super goofy. Um, yeah. Even one of one of the lesser theories is that the the runways are like swastika shaped. Did you did you see that? That the runways, yeah, the runways oh, are. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah, I saw that. And so, like, <laughs> like sure. And it's funny yeah. because the uh, the interview that I was reading earlier. The guy is like, it seems kind of, um, it seems kind of like super, uh, 
what did he how did he how did he put this like he said if you were trying to hide something would you really adorn the wall the joints walls with uh loud murals and then guard it with a giant killer horse why not just send secret <laughs> meet at the swastika runways invitations to your end of the end of the world bash right, like, yeah. <laughs> like if you're you wouldn't i don't think that the runways are purposely uh swastika shaped um the guy the Montgom- this montgomery gentleman said that they're more pinwheel uh shaped uh but if yeah. you have to make like a giant leap i guess you could um look it's reverse psychology if you've got something to hide you make it super obvious and play it off as a joke everyone knows that i mean you're not <laughs> wrong you're not wrong uh <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize it was. It's thirty-four thousand acres. Yeah, it's huge. Like that's. It's it's massive. You know, this is off topic a little bit. It's sort of on topic, but it's a little bit off topic. Um, so like I'm I'm planning on like owning a farm at some point soon, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess I didn't realize how big an acre was, right? <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm looking at at you know, plots of land and stuff. And I'm like, how much would I need realistically to own a smaller farm with like crops and animals? And everybody's like, oh, 80 acres is plenty. You know, 120 is like a little bit overkill. And I'm thinking to myself, that seems kind of small, right? Uh 34,000 acres, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, since we were comparing it to the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport earlier, uh-huh. so Hartsfield-Jackson is, which again, is another international airport, is only 4,700 acres. So, so again, that just goes back to why in the world is the, why is there so much land? Why are there so many buildings that aren't being used? Like, that size seems completely unnecessary yeah for what they're trying to do there yeah i'm looking at an aerial shot of it now i'm looking at an aerial shot of it now and i wonder so i'm looking at this aerial shot i wonder how much of the surrounding land is still theirs do you know what I mean? Uh, so you mean like the the land that's been built on maybe smaller? It might not be taking up the whole thirty four thousand acres. I'm I'm wondering if it does. Like I'm wondering if the entirety of the built upon land is the thirty four thousand acres, or if they well, own. Well, that's insane. Thirty, yeah, it, it's insane. And so I'm wondering if part of it is just maybe plans for expansion. Or if there really is some weird shit going on, you know? I, I mean, know. I, I maybe it is built across the 34,000 acres, but again, that sounds insane considering that the Hartsfield-Jackson is, is only on 4,700 acres. Yeah, and looking at these runways, they don't look like a swastika at all. <laughs> like, at all. No... <laughs> No, they're not. It, it, it would have. It's not uniform enough to look like a swastika. 
No. It just looks I... like random lines drawn on the ground. <laughs> no. I... Well, well, listeners, we'll leave it up to you to make your own conclusions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do we want to start wrapping it up? Like, what if, yeah, it, yeah. What if it does exist? Final impressions? I mean, stuff yeah, like that. I don't know. I think that there is... The, the idea that there are all the all of this unused space, all of these hidden underground buildings, I think to me that is the most intriguing or most like alluring part of this conspiracy. For sure. Because um, <laughs> it's just huge, vast amounts of empty, unused space, which that in itself is kind of creepy when you think about like, when you're at the airport, how much is underneath you. Um, but when you start layering on like, oh, maybe it's an apocalyptic bunker, or maybe, you know, the lizard people are going to use it in case of a zombie attack. Like, I don't know. Things start to get a little bit weird in that regard. Can, I Can the zo- can the lizard people be infected by the zombie virus? I don't is that know. something we have I to mean, worry about? It depends. It depends on what kind of aliens they are, because obviously some aliens uh, are highly affected by Earth's atmosphere or organisms, and others are completely untouched. So I assume they're not considering, well, I don't know, maybe. That's a question for another time. <laughs> oh, goodness. But I don't know. I mean, I just think that all of this is so out there that... I don't really think there are, like, the implications actually actually exist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think if the theories surrounding the Denver International Airport are true, then we are absolutely screwed. Um, there are just so many of them that, you know, I think... I think we would just be screwed. Because um, I don't know about you, but if the apocalypse does come and, you know, the four horsemen of the... First of all, can we go back to this horse for a minute? Why why would it be the steed of one of the horsemen of the apocalypse when, if you read the Bible, they come down from heaven on the horses themselves? He got lost. What? Yeah, he, he got lost. I don't know. Maybe he fell off the horse. Well, get out of here. Wait, no. if it's the if it's the blue horse, does that mean it's pestilence or death? Uh, death death right? would be white. Yeah, or so it's kind of like a whitish blue. Um, pestilence <laughs> would be what green? I think. Yeah. Pestilence is like anyway. a green. War is a red, and then. There is no blue horse. There's no blue horse. Get out of here. Some skeleton horse. Some of them have a skeleton riding a whitish, bluish horse. I don't know. Some of them are on fire. (laughs) I don't know. They're all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. There's (laughs) the 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 four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's really like kind of a badass story in the Bible. It's kind of cool. But, but um, the thing is, the thing with the four horsemen of the apocalypse is that, like, each version of the Bible has different horsemen. 
Um, the only two that are, that are usually the same are war and death. So pestilence, strife, fury, uh, conquest is another one. Um, they all kind of like get like intermingled in each of the different versions. So There's a lot of horses and a lot of apocalypses. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think, I think if, if it were true and it's a big if, we would be screwed. Um, maybe they'll let us. I mean, maybe they'll let us hang out in one of those unused, abandoned bunkers under the under the airport. Uh, if an apocalypse does happen, everyone knows where to go now, right? Right. Yeah. Of we, course, we, you run the risk of living with lizard people, but and zombies. You know, do, you, do you choose death or lizard people or zombies? Home? That's your call. I mean, that's your own choice to make. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it you seems know, just know like that you have that option available to you. That you have that option. I'm not telling you should, you know, go live with lizard people, but you should go live with lizard people. Um, <laughs> yes. Final impressions. Um, I think. I think it's, it's wacky. That's I think some of them could be true. I think the secret tunnels could be true. Um, I think that they're not exactly like secret tunnels that lead to like crazy stuff. I think they're just secret tunnels that are used by employees to easily traverse this massive 34,000 acre complex. Um, yeah. I think that uh, the weird art pieces just seem like they're just there to make the airport different they're not so it's not so boring um going there it gives you something to talk about you know um it gives you something to talk about and tell your friends when you get back or get to wherever you're going uh, it's it's a conversation starter oh you know i saw these weird looking gargoyles at denver international airport and you know, this giant 32-foot blue horse, like, you don't see that everywhere. And so I think that they're less nefarious and more just to start a conversation. Um, that word-of-mouth advertising. Right. Gotta um, check out the Denver International Airport. Right. <laughs> your final impressions? Did your view change, Biscuit? Uh, I don't think it really changed. I mean... Again, the most of the conspiracies just seem kind of wacky to me. Yeah. Um, but I I tend to lean more on the like if there were tunnels, you know, I don't know. I, I I would see them as being used for a more I say mundane, but like not lizard people and not like apocalyptic scenario. So I think I I mostly kind of agree with you. Yeah. Um, but but again, I just think the fact that there is so much unused built out space is just kind of creepy in itself. Like that's enough to like you know. Yeah. We freak me out. <laughs> it's also like I think it's like a almost like a given if you have this massive structure. Uh, people are going to believe that there's secret tunnels underneath. Um, it's the same with Disney, you know, Walt Disney mm -hmm. World. People to this day believe that there's like secret tunnels 
um, and secret passageways that lead where we can't see as the public. And I don't doubt that. Um, in fact, I would, I would probably bet that the secret tunnels at Disney are probably used for more nefarious things than the ones <laughs> at Denver International Airport. Uh, I mean, this has got some some dark secrets, or yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, we've actually talked about Disney before. It's it was a fun one. It was a really fun yeah. one. Um, yeah. Okay, so how believable is it? I don't know. I'd say like two or three out of ten. I, as much as I like talking about these and the, uh, some of them were out of the norm of what we kind of usually discuss. I just, I don't know. I don't, there's not a strong enough connection for me. Yeah. I, I initially said six out of ten, but after talking everything out, I'm more at like a four or five, like four and a half probably. Just Mm -hmm. because, like I said, I think the secret tunnels could be real. Um, I, I don't think the art is anything noteworthy. I mean, it's cool to look at, but I don't think it's anything noteworthy as far as theories go. And the, the extra buildings, um, that aren't being used. And the, like you said, the unused, uh, space built below, that's weird, but I don't think that it's anything that, leads me to believe that it's like a post-apocalyptic new world order situation yeah um it's fun to talk about it's it's goofy some of it some of it falls right into our wheelhouse you know secret societies aliens you know lizard people (laughs) it always comes back to it um but some of the other stuff is just there those runways are not shaped like swastikas i don't care what you say they're not viewers make your own conclusions yeah. <laughs> i kind of think they do but who uh, am i to say um but other than that that's all i have for this yeah yeah i um there's a lot i mean there's a lot involved in this but yeah i think ultimately it kind of kind of i don't want to say it amounted to nothing but like <laughs> there's just a lot to talk about but it's all kind of surface level but i'm glad we did this one because i was super curious after hearing you talk about it um and then hearing some people in chat talk about it so um i think it's a pretty well-known theory it's just the the mystery of the denver international airport right yeah i think it's less of I mean, it's conspiracy theory, but I think it's more of the the, 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 the fun part about it is the mystery behind everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm glad we talked about it. Uh, this is one that I, I had chosen because it, it's just weird. You know, it's just weird. And I love weird. So I don't know. It's just yeah. fun. It's fun and goofy. Oh. Yeah, well, thank you so much, everyone, for hanging out and listening to us talk about a creepy airport. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Tin Man. <laughs> appreciate you. you as my co-host. I appreciate you as my co-host. <laughs> um, and uh, we have, you want to give everyone our social media? Yes, I do. Uh, everybody, you can find us uh, on Twitter, uh, Gmail, um, 
YouTube at Tim Biscuit Talks. Uh, also, you can search us on wherever you find. If you're not able to listen to this live and you have to listen to it later, or you want to re-listen to it later on, um, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, pretty much everything. Um, um, I think that's it. You can also reach out, if you have an idea for the show, you can reach out to either me or Biscuit or hit us up uh, on Twitter. Um, we will love to we would love to hear your thoughts if you have suggestions on ways to make it better uh things you want to see us do different you know whatever you want whatever you want to say there um just yeah let us know we're very approachable people biscuit less so um true (laughs) (laughs) um uh but other than that that's it guys that's all i have yeah all i got so i will talk to you guys later yep bye This has been another Tin Biscuit Talks with me, Hotter Biscuit, and Tin Man, streamed live on Twitch every other Tuesday. Check the description for useful links and make sure to leave a review. Thanks, everyone.